Welcome to Indie Radio News Reel. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for November 5, 2021. Here are the top international updates for today. Global prices hit fresh 10-year high as inflation rises, UN says. Global food prices have hit the highest level in over a decade after rising by more than 30% in the last year, the United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization or the FAO says. The agency's figures highlighted the soaring cost of cereals and vegetable oils around the world. Vegetable oil prices hit a record high after rising by almost 10% in October. Disruptions to supplies, high commodity prices, factory closures and political tensions are helping to push up prices. The FAO said its measure of cereal prices was up by more than 22% compared to a year earlier. The price of wheat was one of the major contributors to this rise, up by almost 40% in the last 12 months after major exporters such as Canada, Russia and the US had poor harvests. Russian diplomat found dead outside Berlin embassy. A Russian diplomat was found dead last month outside the country's embassy in the German capital. It has emerged The man's body was discovered on the pavement on 19th October by police guarding the Berlin compound, Der Spiegel website reported. The man had apparently fallen from an upper floor, but it was unclear how it added. Germany's foreign ministry confirmed the diplomat's death to reporters but would not give further details. The man has not been officially named, but reports say he was 35 years old, listed as the second secretary of the Russian embassy. Investigative website Bellingcat said it had used open source data to establish the man was the son of the deputy director of the second service of Russia's FSB intelligence agency. Germany has accused Russia of ordering the murder. Indonesia criticizes unfair COP26 deal to end deforestation. Indonesia has criticized the terms of a global deal to end deforestation by 2030, signaling that the country may not abide by it. Environment Minister Siti Nurbaya Bakar said the authorities could not promise what we can't do. She said forcing Indonesia to commit to zero deforestation by 2030 was clearly inappropriate and unfair. Despite President Joko Widodo signing the forest deal, she said development remained Indonesia's top priority. The deal agreed between more than 100 world leaders was announced on Monday at the COP26 climate summit in Glasgow. It was the event's first major announcement. It promises to end and reverse deforestation by 2030 and includes almost euro 14 billion of public and private funds. Bolivia's coup leader Anyes is charged with five additional crimes. On Thursday, the Bolivian prosecutor's office charged former interim president Gianin Anyes with new criminal offenses related to the appointment of Karina Laiva Anyes as manager of the Bolivian food company in 2020. She is accused of making illegal appointments, resolutions contrary to the constitution and laws, breach of duties, anticipation or extension of functions and complicity. The prosecution argues that Levia's appointment responded to personal interest with a possible degree of kinship. Anya's appointed Levia disregarding laws that stipulate that the head of a public company such as EBA must have previous experience and a college degree. Levia's mismanagement resulted in economic losses for the country. Levia is also accused of wasting over US dollar 185,000 of the company's budget as a result of unjustified salary increases and unauthorized creation of new positions. Sudan coup is deeply disturbing says UN. The United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights said that last week's military coup in Sudan was deeply disturbing that it betrayed the courageous and inspiring revolution of 2019 and also contravened international human rights laws. Michel Bachelet said the Sudanese army should refrain from using deadly force against protesters and demanded the immediate release of all those arrested. 
Ms. Bachelet told an emergency session of the Rights Council in Geneva that at least 13 people had died at the hands of the armed forces, police and intelligence services. She vowed to continue UN efforts to broker a return to civilian-led government. Now to the national news stories. Agitating farmers confine ex-Haryana minister BJP leaders inside temple. Agitated farmers on Friday held senior BJP leaders of Haryana hostage for almost 7 hours inside the temple of Kiloi village of Rohtak district when they had gone there to watch the live telecast of Prime Minister Narendra Modi's visit to Baba Kedarnath temple in Uttarakhand. The farmers claimed their leaders were allowed to go only after they expressed an apology for visiting the village temple at a time when the leaders of the ruling alliance in Haryana had been socially boycotted over the issue of the three farm laws. However, in an official press note, Haryana BJP vice president and former state minister Manish Grover, who was a part of the team that had visited the village, said, "As soon as the villagers understood the reality, the matter was resolved immediately." At least 100 cracker burn cases reported at Delhi government hospitals. At least 100 cases of burn injuries were reported by various hospitals in the national capital this Diwali. The center runs of Darjang Hospital, which has the largest burn unit in the country, received 50 burn cases, of which 43% suffered minor burns and were treated as outpatients, while 7 with major burns were admitted. A total of 36 of these cases were cracker burns and 14 were from flames of earthen lamps. On November 3, the hospital had received 12 minor burn cases. Government to use revenue collection to fund welfare schemes, says report. The government will utilize a big jump in revenue collection to fund welfare programs instead of trying to beat its fiscal deficit target or lower borrowing to government sources told Reuters. The country is set to exceed its 2020-21 revenue collection target of rupees 15.4 lakh crores, but a big chunk of the extra cash will go to a rural job program and to provide free cereals to the poor. The government is also likely to lose 55 to 60000 crore rupees in additional revenue after cutting fuel taxes this week to arrest runaway prices. Petrol and diesel prices remain unchanged. Petrol and diesel prices remained unchanged on Friday, November 5, a day after the government had slashed excise duty on them. The government had slashed excise duty on petrol and diesel to bring their rates slightly down from record high levels. In the national capital, petrol is being sold for 103.97 rupees, while diesel rate is 86.67 rupees, according to Indian Oil Corporation. In Mumbai, petrol is selling at rupees 109 per liter, while diesel is being sold at 94.14 rupees per liter. Despite the reduction in prices, petrol and diesel rates are still above the rupee 100 per liter mark across the country, while among the four metros, they are the costliest in Mumbai. 30 more tests positive for Zika virus in Kanpur. Total rally rises to 66. 30 more people have tested positive for Zika virus in Kanpur, taking the total number of those infected in the district to 66. Of those infected, 45 are men and 21 women, according to officials. The first case in Kanpur was reported on October 23 when an Indian Air Force warrant officer tested positive for Zika virus. 30 more people have tested positive for Zika virus in Kanpur, District Magistrate Vishak Ji Ayer said. Samples were collected from various pockets in the neighboring areas of IF station hangars and sent to the lab at King George's Medical University, Lucknow, for testing. 30 of them came back positive for Zika virus. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio News Reel. To listen to more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indijournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.